everyone, this is Rasul Shura, I'm your host Rasul Chaudhary, and I'm going to jump into this podcast episode. Episode number 148, we have a special guest, Wade Thomas. So in this episode, we'll discuss with Wade the topic of self-compassion. So don't forget to subscribe, leave a review on our podcast, let's dive in. Hi Wade, thank you so much for joining me in this podcast episode, really appreciate it. How are you today? I'm good, how are you doing? Yeah, doing well. Thank you so much for your time and joining me in this call. I really appreciate it. So yeah, I'd love to talk about the topic today, which is like a self-compassion. And this is what we chose to discuss on today's show. So before we get to the today's topic, I'd love to know more about yourself. How did you end up being an entrepreneur yourself? How long have you been the journey for? You know, it, it started uh, many, many years ago. I was actually uh, came up through corporations. Mm-hmm. So I came out of graduate school and became a uh, human resources leader, which is a, a corporate path that I followed for um, over 20 years. Right. Uh, you know, spending um, the last eight or so as a chief human resource officer for a large public company here in the U.S. And um, <clears throat> I got to the point, you know, as, as you go up the chain, I realized that I was no longer doing the stuff that I found uh, fun and fulfilling. Yeah. You know, it was you know, it was a lot of uh, administrative and, you know, certainly I was helping other people do the fulfilling stuff mm-hmm. and, and that was fulfilling in its own right, but it wasn't quite the same. And um, so I made a decision back in 2015 to, to take, you know, those, those things that I found to be, you know, fulfilling and fun and build a business around them. Right. And um, it really played to my passion. And so I left the corporate world then and, uh, I've been off and running as an entrepreneur, entrepreneurial coach and consultant uh, ever since. Yeah, that's that's great. And how long been your journey? How many years have you been in the trade? About seven years. Yeah, that's great. About seven years as uh, on my own and about uh, 27. All right. Yeah. That's, that's been a long time and like uh, entrepreneurship is it, not easy things as people can think like it's so many dark moments alongside come along with it, right? Lots of ups and down, like in the COVID came, like now recession is coming towards in US, all over the globe kind of thing. So moving forward to let's talk about uh, self-compassion, which is today's topic. What is a self-compassion to you and how do you actually define it? You know, it also kind of starts with um, one thing I really talk to businesses about is having compassion and empathy mm. in the workplace and showing compassion to their employees, showing compassion to their customers. And, but the reality is, is before you can show compassion to others, yeah. you have to have compassion for yourself. And what that means is, you know, treating yourself like you might treat others when it comes to that, mm. taking care of yourself, allowing yourself to, you know, being in touch with your emotions, giving yourself grace. Yeah. Yeah. It is important for like, we need to take care of ourselves first. Then obviously then we can give like someone else. So looking after yourself, like you're doing like what needs to be taken care of, like our mental health, our physical health is really, really important, especially for like, if you're like a leader yourself or organization or whatever you do, like, uh, because being a leader could be in a home as well in the same time, like you're running the family and doing something for your family as well. So, so how can someone can build their self-compassion themselves and then create such environment for like others as well? You, you know, it, uh, it starts with being intentional about it. Mm. You know, it's, 
just about everybody in the world has compassion. Yeah. You know, there, there are some people out there that, that don't and that have various mental illnesses, but generally speaking, people have compassion. And yeah. so it, it's more of a, a muscle that you have to exercise and practice with. And when it comes to yourself, oftentimes yourself is the last person you take care of and the last person you think about. So you have to be intentional. You have to really think about how am I going to take care of myself? Mm. You know, and you know, there's two phases to that. One is kind of what you do when something happens and you have to show yeah. grace to yourself. But the other is what do you do before that to make sure you're ready? And yeah. so yeah. it's really important to have, you know, a practice of self-care, you know, making sure you're doing things that you enjoy, making sure that you're reminding yourself of the wins of the victories. And most importantly, the gratitudes that you have, yeah. you know, it's, it's very important to practice that stuff. It's important to surround yourself, um, you know, with people that add value to you and, and make sure you're also con you know, conscientious about what you're consuming. Mm -hmm. And what I mean is what your mind is consuming because so often, you know, what's thrown at us is very negative. Yeah. You know, I, it's a challenge sometimes to find good news or good information. And I'm not saying you want to stick your head in the sand or anything, but you should have balance. Yeah. And you know, and if you're, you're on that negative balance, it's going to be really hard for you to get the positive energy that you need to show self-compassion. So, so that's kind of the pregame. That's what, that's kind of the ritual you should do every day. And then when you get into a situation where maybe something went wrong and you need to have that self-compassion, you know, that's where you have to really, you know, step back, think through what just happened. Yeah. You know, what could I have done differently? But it's also important then to think about, you know, it's not me. It was the actions I took. Yeah. Right. And you're kind of distinguishing those two. It's also important to remember that, you know, the good things you did. And then, you know, the quicker that you can get kind of past that gloom that might come with a failure or whatever it is that you're confronting, you know, then you can really move into resilience and you can take action. Mm -hmm. You know, and taking action is one of the more compassionate things you can do for yourself. Yeah, it just moves the snowball, right? To a forward. And then we can focus on like other things. And we get victimized ourselves. Like we done something in the past and things didn't go our way we tried and then we're blaming ourselves in terms of like it obviously it's fine like blaming yourself like taking your ownership which is a good way to think about it but we take it as a negative way which is like a, we forever go into depression mode and we think like a failure we don't like have the self-respect anymore so how yes. do we can avoid that and bring back the self-respect so we can feel like we don't have to be like show off other people like how great we are how things we're achieving we can prove ourselves every morning we wake up to ourselves it's like hey i'm did something better yesterday i'm gonna try to do something better from yesterday to today right now yeah absolutely and it really starts with that you know having that resilient or that uh, self-compassionate mindset yeah you know it's, it's kind of hard when you know something went wrong to then go to you know, but I did all these good things. Mm. But if you're doing it every day, when you wake up, you know, the yeah. first thing I do when I wake up is I think about what I'm grateful for. And yeah. you knowing you have that. And then, you know, think about what are your accomplishments? You know, what did you accomplish the day before? And, or you can even do this in the evening. What did I accomplish today? Right. Yeah, everybody's gonna have a little ritual. But the important thing is, is that you're keeping those, those accomplishments and those good things front and center. Because, you know, when the bad comes up, you know, it's human nature or 
it's going to hit us, right? We're, yeah, yeah. It's going to be bad. You know, what you want to really accomplish is, okay, process that, give space to those emotions, and then get over it mm-hmm. and move on. That's, you know, you don't want to be stuck in that for long periods of time. Yeah. And also you have to be kind to ourselves. Like be kindness is the most important thing as well. Like we beat ourselves up what happened in the past or like what we are not achieving. Like we look at through our colleagues or wherever, like our competitor probably in the business world, like we, they so much ahead of us and we are like behind or like not growing like as fast as they're growing. And then we do be our kind ourselves. Like we are blaming ourselves why we are not doing such a thing like they achieve rather than being kind to ourselves and focus on our own journey and improve from there. Like everyone's strength is different. Like how much you can take in. Like if I wanted to work 60 hours, my body wouldn't make it because like you probably know I had to reschedule the call because I diagnosed with the IBD. So I'm not able to do 10 hours a day for six days straight because I, my body's not going to be with me. So I have yeah. to understand like what is possible for me and rather than not comparing with yourself, probably you are doing great on working 60 hours, 80 hours, and that works for you really, really well. And so finding a uh, right place and be mindfulness, like what is important and what we can capable of, that's another important part. So how do you tell someone like be kind of themselves rather than, like beating themselves up you know the uh the thing about it is is entrepreneurs high achievers you know yeah those people are often most critical themselves yeah more critical themselves than anybody else is yeah you know and so one thing i will do is kind of try to try to switch switch the paradigm a little bit and uh, oftentimes you know these leaders are you know they do have compassion for others Mm. ask themselves okay you know if this is one of your employees how would you handle it would you still push them to work the 60 hours you know and uh and in that way it helps get them out of that mindset where they have to be critical on themselves yeah right so when you step back and look at them like well yeah i guess i wouldn't treat my employee that way mm-hmm. but then you're starting to break down that that barrier a little bit so that, that's usually where i go to yeah. Um, of course, if they're not compassionate people, it's a whole different story. <laughs> but uh, it takes a little bit longer. But. Yeah, we we comparing other self, comparing other self is just the most uh, important part for like our growth and whatever we individually we do. Like we compare other people like ahead of us rather than we look someone is like below us, like, and we see like a what we are achieving compared to this person like who is below us we are so far ahead like we can have like a gratitude mode but we always are comparing with someone like above us and that's like infinity and there is a never ending if you are making one million dollar a year like you comparing with a 10 million dollar year you're not going to be satisfied then when you get to 10 there is like another guy is like doing 100 million so we constantly we are chasing for something like there is no like a limit to it so coming to like a kind of like a self-limit and how much you can push yourself, how someone can discover like, this is me and I need to stop myself, stop beating myself. Uh, whatever I'm achieving, that's far enough 
for me where I come from like 10 years back I w- would be thinking this is my dream and that dream came true like I think about myself like 10 years back I used to wash dishes for like a takeaway in a restaurant and comparing to me like sitting down with a new podcast that was like impossible I never thought well like I'm going to be here and running a multi-million dollar business so how as an entrepreneur like be self-satisfied and like uh, thank them themselves like uh, being where they are today you know it's uh, it's interesting because right before you know i got on a call with you i was on a call with uh, with a client okay. and we we're, were talking through the same exact thing right you know, her concern was you know these people are you know accomplishing this and this and this mm. and you know the thing is is the comparison game is such a trap yeah you know and and i'm going to address this from two different levels one is you know, as you mentioned earlier you know, comparing to others around you. Yeah. Well, you know, your context, I, I promise you, is not the same. You know, everybody's context is different. And, and so you can't, it's not apples to apples on a comparison. Mm. And so it's really, you know, important to keep that in mind. The second part of what you said is comparing to where you were 10 years ago. Yeah. And, and that's that's not a bad thing to do, except, you know what, the context is different. And, you know, I, I've worked with people that may have, are not accomplishing stuff today like they were 10 years ago. Right. Especially people that are getting late in their careers. Yeah. And and so, but your context is different. And, and so that's what I always, you know, try to get to is, you know, okay, let's talk about the context. What's going on? Well, I don't know. Like, well, how can you compare? Mm. And, and so you bring them back to, okay, what you really want to be focused on is, are you putting forth the best version of yourself that you can put forward today in today's yeah. context? And, you know, and start asking questions along around that, you know, you can never tell anybody that they need to stay in today and stay within their own context. You have to help them get there themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I like the fact, like what you mentioned, like rather than looking for past everyone past now, like they achieving something like this growth, they're probably going to decline because of the age, because of their, like uh, they've been, achieved a while they should be achieving and they go on a comfort zone and they don't want to grow anymore and probably the peak performance is going down and if they look for back in 10 years then obviously they wouldn't see any kind of growth and uh, they're having in the current moment then obviously it's going to be demotivating them so they can like uh, think about like what's currently happening great what compared to 10 years back you know there is always something like grateful for in the present moment because 10 years back you probably wasn't married 10 years back you didn't have children now you have a child some child if someone like on the 50s and 60s 10 years back you never had a grandchild right now you have a grandchild to talk to mm-hmm. or like you have 10 years back you didn't have like the friend circle you right now you have there is something you can always look for like in the present moment comparing to like a past as well this is what i believe too so yeah coming through like a gratitude like uh, that is really important part as well for like a self-compassion what you have then it, it can brings you back to you in a present moment how do you like uh, do your gratitude a ritual do you do in the morning evening or like how many things you list out so i generally do it in the morning and i push for at least three all right um uh, you know i push myself to get more than that but i need to have at least three mm-hmm. and the reason i do is because too often our minds like to focus on what we don't have yeah and what this what this practice does is it forces me to focus on what I do have. Right. And I will tell you, there are some, some mornings that yeah. uh, that's difficult for me. 
And, uh, but the act going through the exercise, you know, it really does ground me and really puts my mindset into a more compassionate space as I start the day, mm. which is why I do it in the morning, by the way, you know, many people do it at night and that's fine. You know, for me, it works as best in the morning. Yeah, that's, that's great. Like I, I do like a 20 for myself, uh, in the morning and in the evening as well, before I go to sleep and I take like around 15, 20 minutes to go through them because I visualize myself. So wherever I have currently feel it with emotion. So I don't actually go through like a, a numbers game. Like I have that, I have that. That, that really, really actually work emotionally. You don't get the blood for an excitement or anything like that. So when a goal is a number one, this, I have that. Then I go calm down and think about it. What do I actually have? I feel it, I feel it on the moment. And then the gratitude actually start to work on like 10, 15 minutes. And then you feel like more energetic. So yeah, it is really, really good exercise. Like that keeps you center rather than you thinking about the past rather than you thinking about the future. So if you think about the past, you're getting the depression if something really bad happened. And if you think about the future, then anxiety and stress leads to as well. Like you don't know what's going to happen. There's unknown things. So as a like an entrepreneur, like yourself, you've been doing for like the last seven years the business you have currently you probably trained so many entrepreneurs yourself in a business coaching world so what do you see the difference if someone come from like they need to help create their like a self-compassion themselves or like train them in a mindset what do you actually do for them in terms of like help them you know it's interesting because you know i don't know that anybody's ever come to me saying i need to have self-compassion yeah right it, it turns up as a symptom of something else that's going on. Yeah. And so, you know, and I, I take it within their context hmm. um, of what it might be. Right. But, but a lot of times it's, it's stepping back and, you know, I, I recently had, you know, I was working with a, a corporate leader who had just moved into a new job, you know, as a sales leader and, you know, he was a champion salesperson mm -hmm. in his previous product line, same company, right? Now he's in his new product line and two weeks in, he's not the champion salesperson. Mm -hmm. it, so, you know, it's a question of saying, okay, well, you know, let's talk about it. You know, what is your context now? You know, what is your experience with this product? You know, well, I, I just, I just met it two, two weeks ago. You know, what, what are the expectations of others? Right. That's important to talk about as well. And you know, well, they really don't expect me to sell anything for a month, you know, and it's kind of just really walking them through that so they can start seeing it through their own eyes yeah and you know and it's uh but it's really important to kind of you know make sure they're understanding their own context mm. yeah totally makes sense so yeah wait we're coming to end of this podcast so those who's listening if anyone wants to learn more about your work or get some help from you where's the best place to find you so i'm on i'm on a few different places um you know probably the best place is reach out and connect with me on linkedin um you can find me under Wade Thomas. Um, you can type in aim to win as well. And a uh, combination of that will probably get you to me. Um, okay. You can find me on my website, which is uh, www.aimtowinllc.com. Those are, those are the uh, two of the best. And I also have my own podcast called the aim to win podcast, which is available anywhere that you mm -hmm. find your podcasts. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Uh, Wade, it was a great conversation with you. So, yeah, I wish you best of luck with your business and your career and your personal life also. And, yeah, thanks for coming today. Yeah, thanks for having me and best of luck to you as well. 
yeah thank you so much you're welcome so that's a wrap guys thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode i hope you enjoyed it and got some value from it so those who are interested reach out to wade go visit his website and also reach out to me on social media platforms so until then i'll talk to you in the next episode take care